You are listening to the Lit and Lucid Podcast, brought to you by Yoohoo Brand. Here's your host, Lucy and Jared. Welcome, everybody, to the Lit and Lucid podcast. We are here recording another episode of the show. We are Skype recording with our friend Jackson Rowland. He is the founder and CEO of Green Genomix. What's up, Jackson? Not too much. Just uh, enjoying this beautiful day in Boulder. Awesome. It's the best place to be. I like Boulder. (laughs) It's phenomenal. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So we're going to learn a little bit more about Green Genomix today. Um, It's a really interesting idea in concepts. I heard about it back in December and it's very cool. So what it is, it's the green test uses DNA to identify specific genetic variants known to be responsible for the uniqueness of your biochemical makeup. And then this information is being used to determine what cannabis products you should be using and more. So basically, this is a gene kit for yourself to find out what cannabis strains work best for you, what THC to CBD ratio is most effective for your gene makeup. So that's crazy. Like, so it's like a 23andMe for weed. Yeah, that's that's one way to describe it, definitely. Cool. Um, And then a little bit about Jackson, um, and then I'm going to let him dive into the science behind this innovative, you know, idea. He's a scientist turned CEO when he became passionate about cannabis and how it can be used for various ailments. So I understand you've been working on the science behind this product since about May. Uh, So I'm excited to learn a little bit more about your background and how you became from a scientist to now running Green Genomics. Yeah. Um, So I have a degree in chemistry and biochemistry from the University of Colorado in Colorado Springs. And I did uh, research in a lab while I was there for about four years. So I've always kind of had a heart for scientific research. I I can't get enough of it. Um, I've always kind of been in contact with researchers that uh, do research on cannabinoids um, and synthetic cannabinoids. And it's always intrigued me just because there's not a lot of information on them. And when I graduated, I knew I wanted to do some sort of scientific research. And I was kind of led to cannabis just based upon the fact that it was slowly becoming legal in each state. Um, People were starting to realize more thoroughly the medicinal properties of various cannabinoids, and that made me really excited. And, And so that's kind of why I decided to dive into it. And... I not only wanted to research cannabinoids, but I wanted to try to solve some problems while I did the research. I didn't just want to produce information. I wanted to try to produce information that is actionable, that can be used um, really to help people, to like increase people's well-beings, to help them with medical ailments, whatever it might be. And I saw a lot of room for that in, in this cannabinoid research. Um, and particularly what I started to kind of realize was there, this cannabinoids and human genetics are both very under-researched topics independently, um, and kind of, uh, in relationship to one another. And so I determined that using or finding a way to use genetics to help identify which cannabinoid amounts and products and consumption methods are best for people that want to use cannabis functionally, I determined that that would be the best way to help people find those products. So, you know, 
cannabis kind of erupted into you know this uh, statewide legalization, and there wasn't a lot of information on it. You can mm-hmm. imagine it's some sort of complex, uh, like some sort of complex supplement was became legal, and there wasn't any research into it yet. It supposedly can help people, but some people have bad experiences. Some people don't want to try it because they've heard poor stories about it, things like that. You know, it's it has a lot of mixed feelings. This is why it has like a stigma, for instance, and and so naturally there is a lot of room to do research into this. So once I kind of figured out that this would be that genetics would be the best way to objectively help people find the right products, I you know tried to figure out. Where can I start? What can I do to begin this research? You know, what kind of ball needs to get rolling? What kind of people do I need to talk to? How much will it cost? And after doing kind of a lot of background research into these things, I determined that starting a company would be the best way to conduct that research and ultimately reach and help people with that information that that needed. Um, And so that's when I decided to kind of dive into the genetics and biochemistry of, of, can, of humans and cannabis and really the, the human cannabis relationship. Interesting. Um, so you're doing the research outside of a university then, or how does that work? Yep, outside of a university. Cool, interesting. I know you have some background in that. Yeah, so I mean, I'm looking at some of the science behind it right now on your website, because <clears throat> even myself, I'm very curious, and I was going to ask you some of these questions, so thanks for putting it on your website, first of all, cause that's pretty cool. Um, but maybe we could talk about a lot of that. You know, you talk about, you know, because immediately what came to mind was, okay, well, well, then what about genetics makes it a good, you know, indicator, I guess, for cannabis strains or for you to be able to tie the gap? You know, what is it about genetics that helps you do that? And so I see on, you know, your, your website, you talk about variants, which are single nucleotide polymorphisms or S&Ps. Um, do you want to, like, talk about what that is and kind of break it down to, like, layman's terms and how you kind of arrived yeah. at this from, like, the genetic angle? Yeah, yeah. So I'll start with kind of uh, mentioning why we decided to use genetics for this in contrast to something else. If you look at kind of like different assays that can be conducted on humans, um, doing genetic testing is like objective. So generally speaking, we all have the same genes. We just have different variants um, of those genes. And those variants give us certain characteristics, physically, psychologically, psychologically. biochemically, things like that. And so if there is a way to collect enough data on many different people's genetics and also their experience with cannabis, then you can kind of formulate this relationship between the two and ultimately use it in a predictive manner to figure out what will work best for people. Um, And this is in contrast to just like anecdotal information or self-reported information. These are kind of like what bud tenders use to to help people find the right products. That, you know, has historically shown to be ineffective in helping people find the right products. Um, now, to kind of debunk the whole genetic variance and, and S&Ps or, or what some people call them SNPs, these are, these are variants of genes. Um, they're individual nucleotides on the on a piece of DNA and the identity of the variants that we analyze are known to have some relationship with how a person will respond to cannabis. And these have been discovered in different ways. 
uh, one of the most common is via genome-wide association studies. So what that does is it takes a large group of people, it looks at their genetics, it asks them, hey, what's your experience in some narrow fashion with cannabis? Um, and then it ties certain genes to that, that experience. Another way is pharmacogenomics. So that kind of um, identifies certain variants based upon what they code for, like whether it's an enzyme or like a, a receptor on a cell or something. And then it, it looks for how that receptor or enzyme behaves in a group of people. Um, yeah. And you can formulate a relationship between that variant and that behavior biochemically. That's pretty cool, yeah. So I was really into this, especially when cannabis first started to become legal. And I studied uh, neuroscience in college and got really into it and got it really into pharmacology. And mainly that all stemmed from me beating, having to be put on ADHD medications and having to, I tried three different ones and me and Lucy were even talking about it the other night. And there was this one that just like wrecked my body. And that's when luckily I found cannabis and found a way to kind of get away from you know the pharmaceutical route to treat ADHD and then got into cannabis. But then it was a very similar problem with cannabis as well and that there were certain strains that just made me feel like super funky and out of it and I would be all spacey mind and totally kind of against what I wanted. But then other people would be like, well, that one worked for me, you know. And that really kind of raised a lot of questions to me and I'm, you know, obviously not, uh, you know, singleized just to me, but millions of other people to where medications may work for some person and somebody can have certain effects on, you know, one medication, but then somebody can have a totally opposite reaction to the same medication. And that all boils down to inevitably which is your genetic makeup and, you know, different genes that are expressed and in the brain it's different receptors and stuff that are expressed from your genes and it all boiled back to genetics. So to really be this far and be this far into it like you have is, is quite amazing me looking at it because, you know, you're definitely on the right track and doing all the right stuff here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's what, that's kind of how we envision ourselves as well. Unfortunately, you know, this is kind of the tip of the iceberg when it comes to genetics and cannabis and we're moving as fast as we can. But there's a still a lot of information to be learned um, in both domains. Yeah, absolutely. So go over, yeah, what are these like factors or what are all these? Yeah, these are things? super cool. So like the like anxiety on your website, it shows there's nine different variants you guys test for and related to anxiety. And it's like you guys have like mood and behavior, cognition, metabolism, pain perception, and ECS sensitivity. So it's like what you're testing your genes on or... Yeah, so what we do, so we um, we have these six categories. These are kind of some of the most basic, uh, I guess, um, how do I want to phrase this? Some of the most basic categories that involve an individual and in their experience with cannabis. Right. Um, and also some of the most common. So, and they're very general, as you've probably noticed. They're not very specific, like, we have pain perception in contrast to putting like arthritis or right. migraines or something. Yeah. And they're, they're general like that just because the amount of information we have on the relationship between cannabis and genetics is limited. Um, but we do have information on it. So what we've done is take certain genes and group them according to one of these six categories. And when you have a group of genes, I guess I should kind of back up generally speaking, when you have a certain, like a, a genetic variant, it provides just some sort of indication of a person's experience or how they might experience something. 
it's not absolute. So when you look at a variant, you can't say with 100% certainty, this person is going to have this experience. You can only say they're X percent likely to mm -hmm. have this experience. So when we group genes together like this related to one of these categories, it gives us a higher degree of confidence in how they might experience the effects of this category mm -hmm. from cannabis. Interesting. Yeah, it's very it's extremely comprehensive yeah. already. Better than I could. I mean, just knowing that this is going to be applied to cannabis, I can already tell you it's a step ahead than showing up to your bud tender and your bud tender saying, "Oh, you want to sleep? Then take an indica." Right. <laughs> I mean, it's so much beyond that that you know it's good to see science like this pop up and try to address that that question. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what we're trying to do. You know, like there are people that really do need rock solid suggestions and need help identifying the products for them. Right. And I firmly believe this is the best way to do it. So what do people get when they successfully complete this DNA, this DNA kit? Like what happens? Yeah. So the process is you order the DNA kit from our website. You receive it in the mail. You do just a simple cheek swab, put it back in the mail. It then goes to the lab, which analyzes the DNA or does the genotyping as they call it. Um, and then once we receive the data from the lab, a report is generated, and the report kind of discusses the genes that were analyzed, um, what the identity of those genes or genetic variants are, how they relate to this individual, and how they relate to this particular effect of cannabis, and also the cannabinoid content, really just THC and CBD content, that will maximize their experience in one of these categories. So then you, that's, awesome. that's crazy. So then you'd be able to go to the bud tender and be like, okay, I got this information. I need a 26% indica, whatever. Yep. That's that. Yeah, definitely. So we do provide like, you know, um, the content of THC and CBD that, that may work best for an individual. And ideally they would, yeah, ask someone at the retail store, or figure out which products kind of best resemble the, the suggestion that was made. Right. Yeah. And what is customers' feedback been? I mean, do they feel like it's accurate? I mean, is this working? Yeah. So um, from the customer feedback that we do have, it's been very successful. Um, people are impressed and satisfied with the suggestions that have been made. Um, and obviously, their satisfaction is in contrast to products they've tried in the past. Okay. Interesting. So other, uh, in contrast to like other cannabis products you're saying? Yep. Right. Like it would be in contrast to maybe some sort of recommendation that a bud tender made yeah. for them prior. Cool. Well, and this kind of takes the burden off the bud tender as well, who I know we've, you know, talked about on the show many times and all these different responsibilities and things going on with bud tenders. So, I mean, I think that would be helpful for them as well. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. You know, we want to work with the bud tenders, not against them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm just curious too. You know, I just want to do it just to be curious, just to be a more educated consumer, just so I know more and um, not just shooting blindly from the hip and do my part because this is pretty cool. I mean, I'm looking at this and it's like every day I'm like so amazed by the, the different things that are available to us in 2019 and this is like probably one of the coolest things like oh I can just take a DNA test and kind of have like a tailored report tell me what kind of cannabis I should be using and like a dream come true for well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> imagine what it'll look like you know 
one or two years from now. Right. It'll exactly. be even more accurate. It'll mm-hmm. have more information, things like that. Right. And I think as many people, I mean, in the recreational market, you still have a lot of folks that are consuming. I think it was something like 80% of the people purchasing in the medical or the recreational market are purchasing for medical needs. And I mean, this is kind of right up that alley, too. I mean, if people like me are, you know, have any of their ailments or trying to replace their, their medications and get away from the pharmacology route, you know, I think this is a good step to at least do it the right way. And instead of, you know, it could at least take out a bunch of guesswork for you. And uh, I could see applications for this even beyond cannabis at some point into other plant-based medicines and other things altogether. Absolutely. You know, using genetics for kind of a personalized approach to medicine, I think, is the future of, of medicine. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, I don't know anything about my genes or my DNA. Like, that would be great to have this full analysis, and it would make me more mindful of, you know, what I'm composed of um, at yeah. minimum. And then yeah, to and apply that to, to cannabis. Yeah, you don't have to worry about allergies or anything either. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. It's very cool. I know, when I saw, like, first in December, I was like, this is the coolest thing. Like, <laughs> this is literally like a DNA kit in the mail for cannabis. <laughs> so yeah, kudos totally. to you. So is this your first? Uh, is this your first business right out of college, or you ran businesses yep. before? I, I've like done little things here and there, but this is kind of the first business I've gone all into. There you go. How's it been so far? Um, it's it's been awesome. You know, there are ups and downs to starting a business, especially when you haven't started a business before. Um, it you just have to be able to handle the downs with the same audacity that you handle the ups with i like that that's such a great quote (laughs) because it's so true i've never even thought about that yeah because that's like the biggest realities in entrepreneurs that like you're gonna face downs no matter what no matter how hard you try there's gonna be moments of like jesus you know this is tough you know should i get a day job but then you're like screw it you know yeah and that's that's how it is you know when you, you got to be able to kind of just move through it like it happened and you're, you know, you know you're going to overcome it and keep going and move back onto the up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I think things like this, even, you know, I'm sure it's taken time for you to even get to this point. And, you know, I think what I already see out of what you're doing is, is, you know, a huge host of benefits later on that it's like, you know, it may take a few more years to get there, but, and then, I mean, in the big picture, it's going to be well worth it to spend those couple mm-hmm. of years to have something come to market even faster and mm-hmm. at yeah. the fingertips and of consumers. E- even if I can just help people, it's really the customers and the people I chat with that like bring me joy every day is to learn like how much this has helped them, even if it's not perfect, um, but how it really has changed their just like daily lives. Yeah. And that like, that means a lot to me because that's, you know, one of the core reasons I got into this. So if it wasn't for the customers, then I like, you know, I wouldn't be able to handle the downs with uh, such a positive attitude. Right. Absolutely. Well, that's yeah. awesome. I love it. <clears throat> he sh- we should introduce him to our other friend from Boulder that just had a, I can't think of his oh, name. Andrew. Yeah. Andrew, yeah. The best and Grow. Yeah, Best and Grow. Uh, yeah. Do you know Me Andrew? Me and Andrew are buddies. Great. Yeah. You, you guys go. have the same sentiment about being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We were very like-minded in that way. Yeah. That's awesome. Because he was the very first person who like brought it to our attention that way. And we're like, oh my gosh, exactly. And then we yeah. heard it from you like almost very exact same way. Hey, that's and the cool. other biggest part of entrepreneur is to network with like-minded individuals like right. Andrew and Jackson yep. already. I mean, that's the biggest yeah, part. You know, yeah. Andrew is an incredible guy. I talk with him once, you know, once a week and He's, he's a little bit farther ahead of me in the entrepreneur process, so he's been really helpful in 
you know, the experiences that he's had that I'm beginning to, to move into. That's awesome. Well, I'm so Absolutely. glad you have a support system. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's good to see a group of young entrepreneurs, you know, mm-hmm. pursuing things that they're passionate about and pushing those, you know, the envelope further for, for other individuals. And I think I, that's what's exciting to me is to see, like, you know, people are going after and, and changing things and making things better. That's what's always cool. Yeah. Yeah. You got to work together on these things, you know, like uh, companies wouldn't be built if they didn't have some sort of network around them mm-hmm. yeah. that builds a great foundation for, for building a company. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know, you know, we've kind of pivoted away from millennials on our podcast, but I think that Andrew and Jackson are great examples of some millennials oh, killing it in the game. For sure, yeah. Very innovative products. This is products. why we started it right yeah. here. Like, this was it right here. Right. This is 100% it. <laughs> so kudos it. to you. You should pat yourself on the back. Cause we've been... Thank you. We had we've a year because it's been, it's been, yeah, it's been difficult to find, and, you know, um, you know, shout out to everybody killing it. Like, hands down, everybody in the cannabis industry is killing it, but... We definitely had to focus finding millennials like young people like ourselves who are just pushing through because it's even harder as a millennial. You know, we always get we get bashed all the time, I feel like. And everybody thinks we're just, you know, a wasted generation. And at the same point, me and Lucy were looking at all these people like yourself who are killing it and doing great and not even, you know, being phased by, you know, the generational woes that we're going through. Yeah, it's you know, it's funny the way that people bash millennials. They they seem to not acknowledge the successes um, and more acknowledge kind of just the difference in lifestyle, which fairly evidently hasn't altered like the, I guess, output of successes from our generation. Um, you know, you see, see a lot of really good things happening, a lot of uh, productive people doing really good things, having compassion in the right areas um, really focused on medicine and and helping people and kind of really you know moving the ball forward in in things that, that matter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, we had um, Sarah and Sarah on a while back, and they discussed millennials a little bit. And the biggest thing that stood out to me was that millennials, at the end of the day, they care. They care about a lot of things, you know. And <clears throat> I think if people just encompass that and understand that understand millennials a little bit more and like why we do what we do and why you know we're passionate about certain things and and you know uh you know expect certain things out of you know certain situations and uh, it's all for the better it's all just because we care and we want to make things better and you know we want to see society do better yeah and you know i think like the generation before has really expressed the way they care by just working right yeah they like work their asses off and i think our generation expresses it very differently i think one way would be like a deep sense of creativity and like uniqueness um and some people see that as maybe laziness at times or just kind of some sort of eccentric behavior but we understand it as as you know uh like deep compassion for something that someone cares about right yeah, in a more creative manner. We're still working, just in a more creative and innovative manner. Yeah, yeah. it's just a, a, a way, that our preference for, for work. Absolutely. For sure. So, yeah, and I mean, with technology, there's there's certain situations where there's no need to work. You know, my biggest phrase, and I mean, it's not like I coined this by any means, but like, work smarter, not harder. I just, I overuse that so much, and it's so true. You know, there's so many different things and technologies at our hand that we could, you know, you, you could utilize them to make our life easier and not have to work twice as hard to get things done. Yeah, it's it's funny. I had a lot of 
professors in, in college when I was getting my chemistry degree and and they would say things like, man, I remember when we had to use integral tables and we didn't have these fancy online calculators that could solve these integrals, mm-hmm. you know, and they bring it up as if we're going to have to use, as if our generation is going to have to use integral tables one mm-hmm. day. And I'm like, why even talk about it? Right. We have this computer right in front of us that can solve the integral in moments and it's probably never going to go away. <laughs> so You can get t- well, 10 times know. as much accomplished because you can use the computer than right. if you're messing around with some tables still. <laughs> yeah, like you can't, you, sliding know, you can talk and, about how yeah. hard and long you work to solve this one problem. But at the end of the day, there is the problem and there is the solution. <laughs> and that's really all that matters. Absolutely. Yep. That's like the epitome of life. Well, that's great. All right. Uh, (laughs) So how can somebody buy your DNA kit? Where do we find you? Yeah. um, If you go to our website, um, greengenomics.com, I'll spell it. It's G-R-E-E-N-G-E-N-O-M-I-X.com. On the homepage of our website, there is an option to buy the kit. Um, and that'll take you to like a PayPal checkout, uh, and you know, buy it right there. We also have an option right now. It's kind of a limited time thing. If, if you've done the 23andMe genetic testing or the ancestry.com genetic testing, we can generate a report based on that data. And if you're interested in that, um, you can also find about, you know, maybe halfway down the page, a little form to put your email into. Um, this is on our website. Mm-hmm. A little form to put your email into, and, and we can kind of get you started on on that process if that sounds like something you're interested in. Cool. And I cool. think it's very comparable out to other priced DNA kits. Yeah, yeah, one hundred and forty nine dollars. Mm-hmm. We think that's a really good deal. You know, um, ideally, we'll be able to lower the price in the future. You know, there's a couple variables that come into play there, but this is as low as we can get it right now. Mm-hmm. We do offer. Uh, discounts at you know at certain points throughout the year like Christmas and there's actually one out right now for Valentine's Day I think it's ten dollars off for Valentine's Day Um, so keep your eyes peeled for those as well awesome cool yeah we'll we'll throw some information on our site and stuff like that you guys can definitely find find on the website yeah um, cool need an easy way to get to there Uh, well we appreciate having you on I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing as we've said um, we're excited to kind of watch your journey and, and kind of see what this evolves into next, but it's it's quite incredible what you've done. Yeah, and I really appreciate chatting with you guys. I think it's really cool that you're you're doing this podcast to to kind of inform people on what's going on in our generation, yeah. where technology is at, particularly in the cannabis industry. This is important, you know, um, and so I, I applaud you for that it's i think it's really impressive that you've been doing it for this long and that you continue to do it and you're willing to take you know time out of your own personal lives to do it thank you absolutely I appreciate yeah. that. that's the goal more and what do we say from episode one an, an educated consumer is a uh, powerful consumer education is power so 100 percent. that's what we're here for all right power to the people <laughs> all right you guys that was awesome uh we'll wrap it up here and we'll be done And with that, I'm Lit. I'm Lucid. And that's it. Laters. This episode of Lit and Lucid Podcast is produced in partnership with YooHoo Creative and Design. 
YooHoo Creative specializes in marketing, social media management, content creation, and other creative needs. YooHoo, helping your company become who you need to be. If you're interested in learning more, hit us up at yoohoocreative at gmail.com.